Yes, yes, oh yes, yes, y'all. Kids and wives are nine to fives, but we are married to the games. Zero, one, eight. We're 18 episodes in. We're so happy to be here. Thank you guys for listening. This is your boy, Gabe Patillo, along with Timothy Hall and Tim Router, of course, and as always, except for that one time where Router was gone. But still, it's usually the three of us. So, um, yeah, man, we're happy to be here. We're talking video games and life and whatnot. So we're going to get into it. Tim Router, tell us how your week has been, brother. Man, I love the way you always intro our stuff. It's so much fun. I'm always just like, yes, 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 y'all. I end up doing that when I'm listening to the podcast, too. Good good stuff. Um, uh, Yeah, so week went well. Um, Let's see. Uh, It's been really warm here in Nashville uh, up until Saturday or Sunday when – no, Sunday – when it's just been rainy and temperature dropped like 20 degrees. So we were all kind of – snuggled in um and then last night we had a winter advisory because we were supposed to get some major ice and it never happened and so lauren and i were like oh man i really wanted a snow day that would have been great like just to be home because when even if you get a dusting of snow here like downtown franklin shuts down so lauren like may go by the store really quick and i'll shovel and then we just go home and then we have a snow day so we were kind of hoping for it because man i gotta get some more far cry three in it's just that's what I've been playing. That's right. <laughs> Take that's a day off, man. You want to stay home. That's that's basically my week is Far Cry Three. It's been so good. I really like it. And the funny thing was, like at E3, when I when I watched the uh, the the press release and they showed all the vi- the footage, that was honestly like my least interested game from that Ubisoft con- conference. I'm like, eh. Mm. But you know, after every, everybody's been talking about it, and I'm I just bought it and. Man, it's just good. It's good open source, good old fun, and it's um, it's really, really cool, and I'm loving it. And Hall, I think you're playing it too, right? Yeah, definitely. I so. started that this week. I was looking for like something new to play out of the big, huge pile of games that I have unopened. Yeah, yeah me so. too. <laughs> I did. I did get to squeeze Journey in too, and uh, in between. Oh and, yeah, you beat Journey. Yeah, I noticed that. Man, it was beautiful. I mean, it's it's very. It's a very just chill game, and there's not a whole lot to it, but just just the the scenery and the the physics of the game it just flows so amazing and it's just beautiful and I can see why it got a lot of the the credit that it deserves and um Gabe, you're right man the score is is ridiculous I mean it's just really, really good. So everybody I definitely recommend it go play it. It'll take you maybe an hour and a half to do and it's just oh is that it yeah it's really it's really low-key i mean i actually i had to split it up between two mornings because i usually do all my gaming early in the morning and um i split it up within two days but i was i was done in 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 no time and it's just it's really good it's just a really good is it rewarding does it feel rewarding like when you beat it do you feel like you know yes i just played a really good game are you like Huh. Okay. Yeah. That it, was it. Or that, yeah, I, it was more of a huh. That's it. But that was great. And I, I mean, I would go back and do it again too, just to just to mess with it because it's it's just it's just beautiful. If you want something that's just kind of chill, and I'm just coming off of Borderlands too, so I'm like blowing guys' heads off and all kinds of stuff. So <laughs> I go I go from that and then and go to Journey. It's just like if you just want like a, a nice, peaceful, low key, just chilled out little game. 
and it's just it's really beautiful and it is thought provoking there are some some thought provoking moments to it and uh it was it was great i think you'd really like it i'll have good. to check that out that's good yeah. yeah it was really really cool so yeah uh normally i go on and on for a while about something but that was pretty much it this week <laughs> well let me ask you this though how are you so you've talked about journey what what are some of the things that you're loving and then we can get you know hall's take as well but what are some of the things that you're loving about um far cry 3 so much yeah so what i love about far cry 3 it, it's definitely just it's my kind of game it's just an open world game it's um it reminds me a little and it's it's kind of typical ubisoft it reminds me of assassin's creed in that there are like different uh forts that you have to kind of liberate because uh and then the natives come in and they take over it um you know you you put things together you're like you become a horticulturalist because you put like uh you collect all these plants and and it gives you medical syringes and you can uh do animal repellents and it's really creative it's just really cool how it works and i i think my favorite is just the ai of it is just great like because you're not just dealing with these pirates and, and humans, you're also dealing with the an, the local animals on the island. And there's you know tigers and komodo dragons and and wild boars and just all kinds of stuff. And it's just it's super cool because uh, you know I was I was hiding behind like a bush and just watching like some of the deer and you know they, like their ears twitch and like they're they have like this skittish way about them as a deer should. And like I just for for the heck of it, I shot a bow and, and missed uh, one of the deer, and they all scattered, and they all it was just kind of random, and it's just really good. Like I think they really studied animal behaviors on this, and they got the AI I think really solid. And it's just it, there you go. It's just a good looking game, and it's just a lot of fun. I mean, you can go you can go in and you can stealth um, stealth kill some of the pirates, and they give you these different missions. Like one of them, you have to kill like the the main guy. Uh, be a, a takedown or you know, or a stealth kill. So yeah, it's just it's just a fun game. I'm really really enjoying it. And and I think and you great. said and you said you've you've liked everything except the multiplayer. I haven't played any of the multiplayer. Was it you, Hall, that was saying the multiplayer? You haven't found anybody to be able to play with. Uh, at first, I couldn't just because there was something wrong with the servers. Uh, okay. uh, but they've they've worked it out uh, now. And I'll talk more about that in my update. So I got you. I got you. But yeah. So Ryder, you are loving Far Cry Three. That's awesome. And I'm yeah, I'm loving it. You can hang glide, jet ski. Um, you know, you can take you can basically take any abandoned cars that are on the island and drive around. And it's just it's open world. It's just really cool. It's a good and it's a good shooter too. So I'm yeah, I'm loving it, man. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's it almost sounds like what the what lost should have been when it was a video game. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause people really didn't like that game. And, but you know, obviously the show was awesome. I personally, I think that show was amazing. Um, but it sounds like, you know, Island and indigenous people or, you know, people already there and, you know, having to survive and things like that. And it, it sounds like that's what lost should have been. Yes. And I wish it would have been, but I never played that game. So I, I'm, I agree. I, I never played the game either, but yes, Having seen the ser- the TV series and and everything, yes, it's definitely that way, and it's it's a lot of fun, and it kind of makes me want to <laughs> like awesome. go to a beach somewhere now too. Now I've got like the, you know we're in the middle of winter, and now I'm like, man, I gotta go to a beach. I know that's right. 
Amen to that. I just hey, came we're back a from long Florida. way from beaches, man, yes. out here. Yes, we are. Yeah, that's the truth. But yeah, that's so that, that was pretty much my week. Um, it kind of boring, which is which is fine. I mean, just working and getting back in the swing of things. And um, we you know took all the Christmas decorations down, and we were enjoying the warm weather that we had up until a couple of days ago. And now it feels like winter, and it's actually kind of nice. I like it when it's nice and cold. So there you go. There you go, Timothy Hall. I like it when it's nice and cold, but not icy. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people drive really bad in Nashville when it's icy. People in Nashville drive bad when it's sunny outside. Yeah, that's true. They they drive bad when it's <laughs> sunny in 65. But, uh, <laughs> um, exactly. Man, like I was telling Router, man, I cracked open Far Cry 3. I just had a stack of stuff to play. And I kind of posed the question on Twitter, like, you know, is this a good pick it up for an hour and play a game. And a lot of people said, yeah, it was. So that was the one I picked up because I know I'm only going to be having an hour or two here and there to play. So, Right. I will say um, the single-player game, I do like it. I'm not the biggest fan of open-world games. They're not my favorite. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Do you feel overwhelmed? Uh, do you feel overwhelmed by open, like, those big sandbox games like that? Not necessarily. Um I just find myself mainlining it. Like I don't, I don't really have a lot of fun going out there and just exploring the stuff. I like more of the set piece type games, where just every yeah. stage is a set piece or whatever. Yeah, and um, I'm the, I'm the exact opposite. I lo- I'll take like once I finish a mission, I'll look at all the availability of either side missions or loot or anything, and just explore that whole area. And I like, think, well, I was gonna say, I think Borderlands is was that for me, but it was more RPG and that's why I liked it. Like gotcha. I could, I could deal with mm. the open world elements and really enjoy the open world elements because I like the RPG elements of it. Um, I got you. I meant to tell and, you that when you said, uh, it was, you know, a pick it up for one hour and you can put it down. Definitely. The problem was on Saturday night, I picked it up at like 1230 at night and didn't go to bed till five. <laughs> I was like, Oh, oh my God. It was what it's one of those games. I was like, <laughs> no Oh crap. Way. Uh, uh, I, I got way too. And I didn't have my phone with me. So I didn't really know what time it was until I hit the, the, the PlayStation button on the controller. And it said the time I'm like, Oh my God, Lauren's going to kill me. But yeah, I, I was going to say, <laughs> but no, it was, it was fine because I, I mean, I still woke up a couple hours later when, when Piper woke up and it was fine. And, and Sunday was a nice chill day anyway. So I got caught back up, but yeah, it is, it, it's dangerous in that you can pick it up for an hour, but if, if you like it, like I do, you're going to end up playing for a lot more and time flies when you're, when you're playing it too. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, yeah. the, uh, the game, it, the first time you play it, yeah, you should play it for three to five hours, I would say, because you really, you don't get over, you don't really get to a good place until about three to five hours in the game that you can actually put it down, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Like, you have to get over those first few missions to get to get anywhere, really. That makes sense. Because it, it teaches you the, it teaches you the things you need to know, like making your health packs and uh, how you can um, get, like, get animal, uh skins to like make uh, wallets and stuff like that so it really yeah i mean i recommend playing it for three to five hours your first time but then after that yeah you can pick it up for an hour here and there and save 30 minutes for the beginning because of that stupid update that took forever oh the uh well the update didn't take very long the install took a while for me right yeah right because i remember i was texting you during it and i was like well or no you were like are you playing yet and i was like no i'm waiting on the install yeah (laughs) so 
Um, but the co-op, yeah, I meant to tell you, I got into the co-op, and I really enjoy it. It's really good. Oh, good. Um, you do like it. Yeah, it I mean, just I, wasn't a bunch of people that first time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I got into the death match a couple matches, but it's, I mean, honestly, it's it's subpar, so it's not even really worth playing. But the co-op is a lot of fun. It kind of does these things. It's it reminds me of Uncharted 3's co-op. If you guys played that, no, nope. I never did. Well, basically, you're going through, and it's a it does it in groups of four, and as you're going through. Um, if somebody dies before the checkpoint, then those other people have to survive until that checkpoint for you to come back to life. So, oh, like, that's cool. say, nice, yeah. So, I like, like it, it could come down to like one guy being alive and he's trying to get to the next checkpoint, you know, for everyone to survive. I mean, it's it's pretty neat. I don't, as far as I can tell, I don't think you have like a fail at any time. Like, I don't think it actually kicks you out of the game. I think it just lets you keep continuing from your last checkpoint. Um. But the the cool thing is, is that you start out and it's a kind of a co-op thing and then it'll get to a certain point where it'll say, all right, everybody compete. So you get like for this one that I played the other night, it started out and everybody's running through and shooting up dudes and stuff. And then we get to this bridge and we're looking over the bridge and it says, all right, everybody snipe. And then you were basically competing to see who could uh, get the most kills, like with a sniping range or something. That's cool. Yeah, so it does these little competitive things every now and then that are pretty neat. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. It's almost like a I, mini game. What's that? It's almost like a mini game inside what you're doing. That's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, it is. It's definitely just it's like a mini game, and then everybody gets um, experience points for it. I think you get the most if you like win the mini game. It gives you a little bonus and stuff. It's it's really well thought out, and it's in bite sized chunks. It's pretty much. I'd say 35 to 45 minutes per like co-op level. It's really fun though. That's great. Man, I wish we were on the, we were on the same playing schedule hall cuz I know you you game more at night and I <clears throat> I game early in the morning cuz I want to we we have to at some point just text me and be like get on and that way we can uh, we can co-op do the together. Co-op. That'd yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Especially if Gabe would get it. We all three could do it. Yeah, that would be fun. I'm down. I ain't scared. Yeah, Gabe, <laughs> get on it, brother. Yeah, like t- like Tim was saying, the uh, the shooting is competent, so it feels kind of like um, oh, I don't know, kind of like a kill zone, kill zone ish control style, I guess. Yeah, where you've got a, le- a little bit of weight and it takes time to move stuff. I will say one thing, um, man, that game when you're in the single player, it runs like twenty two frames per second. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot. I mean, I've I've experienced a few things here and there, but I've heard that's one of the downfalls. But I hear the PC version is almost flawless. Well, of course, it's the PC version. It just depends on your PC. Yeah, um, really. So you feel like it's real hiccupy, huh? It's it's just slow. It it literally. I think there's moments where it's running under twenty frames a second. It's it's definitely. Um, I think just because they cram so much stuff, I'm cram really... so much stuff on the screen. I'm not really sure what it what it was because games like Uncharted Three have no problem running at 30 frames a second locked, um, and those and I mean that game arguably arguably looks sharper to my eyes, but um, I think it's just that it's like that time in the console generation where it's like it's time to move on to something new. Yeah, they're pushing it. I mean, have you guys heard the proposed specs of the newest machines? Yes, and that's crazy. 
Yeah, I mean, we're talking somewhere between four to eight gigs of RAM, and the current machines have like 512. Amen. Yeah, 512 megabytes of RAM. Yeah, so yeah I'll, I'll take It's about I'll to be on that. and popping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. People are going to lose their minds. Yep. Oh, it's going to be incredible. That's awesome. Oh, Hall, I meant to ask, are you, uh, are, did you finish XCOM then? Are you officially done? I haven't, I haven't finished it yet. I really need to go back and Shut do that. But like I said, up. <laughs> I keep, I keep playing it and it doesn't stop. Yeah. It's not stopping. No, nope, it sucks you in, does it? it? It Well, no, it sucks you in, but it's like, I really want the game to be done. It like, sucks you in, but it doesn't spit anymore. you out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, other than that, not a whole lot going on. Uh, the wife went back to the dentist because she had a dry socket from getting her wisdom teeth pulled out. Oh, yeah, she's been eating. Word. She's been eating. Yeah, I know. I feel real bad for her. She's been eating uh, soft food and stuff like that. So I've been trying to like help out where I can and just make her things that she can eat. So chewing up her Is food it? for her and stuff. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mama bird. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much what's going on. Uh Gabe, what about your week? Oh, mine's been good. Been uh busy, of course. Um Where are you right we, now? I'm uh phoning it in from Philly. Yes. I'm sitting in a hotel in Philly. Um it's been great. I did not get a cheesesteak today, but I got uh, enough. I got enough lame. of them last time. I got enough of them last time that I probably don't need to get any this time. <laughs> but um, uh, in Philly, had an awesome day today. Today was great. We it, besides it being freezing cold, um, we walked around all over. I took some pictures. I think I put it up on our Twitter. Uh, went and you know ran the rocky steps. Of course, you have to do that when you come to Philly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, saw the uh, the Liberty Bell. Um, saw where the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and all that was written and signed. Uh, so I got my little history in there. And so it was it was cool. It's been a good day. It's been a good day. I'm exhausted, but it's been awesome. I miss Philly. I miss Philly a lot. Are, are you guys doing the show tomorrow or to, tonight or when are you guys doing the show? Well, we had some shows last weekend in Florida, which the weather was amazing. So we were all like in like shock when we got here to Philly today. Cause it was just so cold. But last night we did, um, we were a part of a really, really cool event. It was called a night of hope and healing. Um, and we were in Newtown, Connecticut last night and, uh, did a big concert there, uh, just for the people of that town. And it was really cool, man. It was, um, a lot of people showed up. I think there was a, the place held 10,000 people and, uh, they said it sold out in, 39 minutes when the tickets went on sale. So it was one of those things where wow. we were like, man, is this too quick to be doing it? Cause it was only like, you know, what, 32 days later. But yeah. at the same time, when the tickets go that fast, you're like, okay, well obviously the people want it. You know what I'm saying? If, if it was too, you know, we have to let them be the judge. So if it was too early, then that nobody would have bought tickets and they'd have been like, ah, but it was a really cool event. Um, really somber, you know, like it should be, had some great speakers, Max Licato, Louis Giglio, uh, a bunch of acts, Casting Crowns, Mandisa, us, Chris Tomlin, Laura Story, 
uh i can't remember who all was there but it was it was really cool man and it was it was cool to see there was like there was a couple of the families from sandy hook that came out which was kind of a surprise like you always you, you hope that they show up but you know you don't want to you know you don't assume that they're going to show up so i think there was yeah, three or four families yeah exactly so i think there was three or four families from sandy hook that came out and so we just loved on them man we just you know and we really i mean hope and healing that's what it was all about we really wanted to offer them hope and we really hope that they you know are blessed through you know what we got to do for them last night so you know big shout outs to newtown they they showed a lot of love and they came out and a couple of the people got to go and drive a couple of our guys got to go and drive by the school which is all you know kind of guarded off but you know you can still go out there and just kind of see you know kind of where everything went down so you know it was a sad thing um but at the same time it was and it was really humbling for us you know just to even be there and be a part of that kind of event but um it was really cool that so many people came out and you know and i hope that the families felt loved on from all the other people that were there you know what i mean so yeah, yeah it was really cool and it was, it was one of those things where you sit back and you're like man i'm you know it was hard because we do shows usually Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we're home Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday when we're touring pretty heavy. And so this show was on a Tuesday. So, you know, I got to go home from eight o'clock in the morning the, the other day to three o'clock and then had to start the drive to Connecticut. But it was one of those things where me and my wife looked at each other and we were like, this is a good thing that we're going to go do. So it helps, you know, <laughs> since I'm going to be gone for about, you know, 11 or 12 days it really helps that we got to be a part of something like that because you know she was like yeah. babe you go yeah. you go do it you know what i mean and so it was it was it was really cool so not a hope and healing it was it was awesome and and that really encapsulated my whole weekend like just knowing that that was coming and then being able to be a part of that last night was really cool so um yeah it was a blessing to be able to be there and then uh also, on a totally different side of things, I, I started Mass Effect 3, and I was oh, like, oh, I, I was up in the air about which game to start next. And I was like, I was just looking at him. I had him on my bag. I was like, all right, Mass Effect 3 it is. Even though I was kind of sad because I didn't know we were going to kind of go down this, uh, you know, walk in history today, or I would have started Assassin's Creed three. I think I would have much rather <laughs> nice. played that. That makes sense. <laughs> you know, being in the same room that you know John Adams and and George Washington were in, and like they still have the chair that George Washington sat in, and stuff like yeah. that. And you're like, holy crap! Like, there's you know, I mean, you talk about history. They were like in this room and walked on these floors, and they said the buildings are 90 percent original on the outside which is crazy and wow. then um and then they're about 70 percent original on the inside and i was like man that's pretty high i didn't realize that they had been able to conserve it that well and it was funny because we were walking up to the uh i think it's called the so there so there is indoor plumbing then <laughs> yeah, yeah i would imagine that's not one of the that's probably part of the 30 percent that wasn't original <laughs> that and the that and the sprinkler system that they had installed. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that that happened. That I'll challenge but, uh, them on that one. Yeah, exactly. It was funny though when we were walking up to, I think it's called the Philadelphia State House is the original name. I think they call it Liberty, the Liberty Hall now. But um, we were walking up to it, and Toby goes, "Man, this I think this place is on the back of some money." 
And we were like, oh, really? And we, none of us recognized it. And it slowly came out that, yeah, it's on the back of the $100 bill. And I was like, well, that's why you know it's on the back of the $100 yeah. bill. The <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us were like, I, I don't knew think it, it was going to be remember. on something like yeah. that. Yeah, had to be the 100 So, Well, um, well let me just look at my $1,000 bill here. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was real cool. Um, so, yeah, I was wishing I started Assassin's Creed. But Mass Effect is awesome. And I, I forget, like, even though I just beat the second one a couple months ago, I was like, shoot i really like these games you know and, and it was just like you know riding a bike it was just like right back to it easy you know there wasn't you know this steep learning curve because you know i just played two and it was cool bringing my character over from two to three um you know wishing i could have done it from the beginning you know with the playstation one two and three uh yeah but same it's really here. cool and it looks awesome it looks amazing i still don't really love the lead guy's voice acting though I just feel like it's a little deadpan the whole time. Like I always felt like that. Yeah, I just feel like it's really monotone, and I don't know if it's because he's got to say so much or that I'm just like – because I didn't really like it when I played 2. And then you play Walking Dead, and you have Lee Everett, who had to have said a million things too, which obviously that game's not half as long. But still, Lee's voice acting on The Walking Dead is incredible. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's, it's really nice. Which yeah, I was surprised. I, Gabe, well, I was yeah. going to say, I understand. I think I read that the reason he was so deadpan was because he has to kind of represent a character that could be multiple different, like, oh, styles. Oh, that's right. I figured you can make his yeah. own face and everything like that, huh? Yeah, yeah. because he, he couldn't, you know, it kind of had to be a guy that could encompass multiple different races into one voice. That was probably really hard to do. I should have made him have an afro. That would be hilarious watching that. Oh, that'd be great. With an afro. <laughs> hey, Gabe, I meant to ask you, does your XP carry over from two as well? So you kind of start leveled up or do you? Is yeah, it just you start character? leveled up, which I was really surprised by because um, I think the like the cryo ammo and all this, the, the incendiary ammo or however you say that, like I, I it shows that it all carried over from my last game. I was like, oh, sweet. So that was That's nice cool. to kind of fall crazy. right back into that. I didn't even yeah. realize that. Yeah, that was awesome. So I didn't have to go back and upgrade my health and all that because I'd already done that in the previous game. So I was like, nice. They were That's thinking really about cool. something. I've, you know, I haven't played any of that series, but when I was with uh, Hall after Christmas, I went and picked up Mass Effect 2. So I'm starting with that. So I'm, you, got me, you got me excited about Mass Effect now. So I'm gonna, I'll be, once I'm done with Far Cry, I may go into that. There you go. And it was kind of cool because one of the guys on the bus, you know, I'm on a bus full of non-gamers, and he came to the back and... And he just sat there and I was like, what's up, man? He was like, I kind of just want to watch you play this because he loves stories. You know, he loves movies and stuff and loves stuff with a story. The big book guy. And I was like, yes, got another one. Yo, and, so, <laughs> and, and I told him about Walking Dead because he's really into the show. And he downloaded the first episode and played it in two nights and loved it. And he's going to download the rest of the episodes and play it. So yes. I was like, Slowly but surely, Jack. Slowly but surely. Yes. <laughs> Hook him up, brother. Hook him up. That's yeah, awesome. We gonna get him. So yeah. uh, that was my weekend. That was my weekend. Um, router. Is sure. there anything that got released? Yes, we actually have uh, two releases of note this week. Uh, DMC Devil May Cry came out for Xbox right. 360 and PS3. That's right. And uh, the other one is Sniper Ghost Warrior Two. For Xbox 360, PS3, and PC. I wonder which one's going to sell more. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, my friend said he was watching uh, my boy Ed. We've talked about him on the show before, said that he had been watching some playthrough of Devil May Cry. And he said he didn't feel like it was anything special, but it's a, you know, it's a big franchise. I've heard a lot of people giving it praise, so I wonder how it's doing. Well, we'll find out. I mean, it's we'll see how it goes this first week. And, and uh, But yeah, I remember even, because didn't it get pushed back too? Because I remember that on a couple other podcasts I was listening to a couple months ago, people were saying, oh man, I wish Devil May Cry was coming out, because there, there are some followers for it. So It may have gotten pushed back. I don't know if January was the right time to release something, but... Yeah. Seems like a rough time to release stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I guess at least they had no competition, so... And maybe that's why they did it. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, let me throw something in there real quick. I saw, I was, I don't even know where I saw this at, but um, there's a whole community, and I guess I should have figured this, but I didn't know it was this in-depth. Um, there's a whole community of guys... Who may, just talking about these games, I saw something that it was like three new NES games. And I was like, what? And I was like, they can't be official games. Obviously, they're not official NES games, but there's a whole homebrew community that not just make these games, but like put them into cartridges, make boxes and manuals for these games. And they're literally brand new NES games. And they look what? really good. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And uh, awesome. And so and they're not cheap. <laughs> they're like, oh, I bet the, yeah. the, nah. the average price was like thirty, thirty five dollars, you know, for an NES game. But I was like, hey, man. that's cheaper than they were back in the day, man. Yeah, that that is true. Um, but I just thought for some reason, I don't know why I thought they should be like 15 to 20 dollars. But that's just me. I might be undervaluing their work that they're putting in. But, you know, December 10th, 1994 was the last official NES game. Wario Woods. And uh, I saw these three games. They were called Battle Kid 2, Assimilate, and uh, Nomolos. I, I don't know how you say that. Anyway, I just thought it was really interesting. The cartridges look super cool. They're, you know, Some of them are see-through. They got art and everything. But it's this big homebrew community that's selling these things. And I was like, you know what? Big ups to those guys for bringing out freaking new NES games. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to have to go buy those, man. That's awesome. I thought that was aw- you, I thought that was super awesome. You know where you can get them? I forget what the, I think the one website was retro game because they all come from different places. It wasn't like oh, okay. one place that was talking about it. And that's why I say there's this big community about it. So um, I think you could probably easily find them. Um, I just thought it was really interesting. I thought it was really cool. And I was talking to one of the guys in the band about this. And he was like, and I was like, man, I wish I could get my hands on an NES. And he goes, dude, I got four at the house. I was like, what? what? And he was like, he goes, I went to a garage sale where this woman, for some reason, had like four NESs, and he was like, how much you want for them? And she sold four of them to him for $10, like <laughs> a year and a half ago or two years ago. So he's going to, and they have the box and everything, so he's going to give it to me next week. I was what? like, that's amazing. Sweet. He's okay. going to give me one, because he's not going to do nothing with it. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I thought that was awesome. Dude, that's so awesome. You're lucky get I had to Kid find too. mine at freaking, uh, I had to find mine at freaking Goodwill, so you're I lucky. I bet you did. <laughs> uh, Timothy Hall, you got something for us? Yeah, I was reading an article. It was pretty interesting, uh, talking about the jump for the next consoles. 
And, Mm -hmm. you know, the rumor tech has already kind of leaked and stuff, so I'm not going to talk too much about that. But um, this article was with the – it was an interview with the uh, Dragon Age 3 developer, like one of the uh, developers on the team. And uh, he was saying that – I mean, it's coming out in in late 2013, so everybody's saying, oh, it's a next-gen title. And he was saying, you know, don't expect the next round of consoles to be – as big of a leap as the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3 was. Basically, really? he's saying that you're going to see more probably performance-based leaps with the next round of consoles. Right, better frame rate, stuff like that. Exactly. As no it stands now, in. I mean, most games are 720p. They can barely run 30 frames. If you're Far Cry 3, you can barely run 20 frames, but, you know... <laughs> um, yeah, it's like I'd rather, you know, with these next round of consoles, I'd rather see all the games, you know, in 720p or 1080p and just make them run at 60 frames a second. That'd be great. Yeah. I don't need anything else. I think I go. agree with that, too. I think I think with the new hardware, really, essentially, what you're getting with the, these next gen is you're getting faster processors, better and, and more uh, RAM capacity, and that... They may just leave it at that for now. I mean, that way it allows basically the consoles to catch up with the game developers. And yeah, I mean, uh, so I totally understand that. I think that makes makes perfect sense. I'm not really expecting uh, anything mind blowing anyway, other than we just have completely updated hardware that's not 10 years old, and um, you know we'll have more memory because it's cheaper. We'll have we'll have faster processors, and uh, it, it'll just make the gaming experience just well and, and better. better. Gr- Better graphics cards, too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, graphics yeah. cards have come such a long way since 2005. And, like, another thing that he mentioned, and I'd mentioned this on a previous podcast, is the money thing. When they did the jump from, you know, Xbox and PlayStation 2 to Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, you know, the teams for these that make these games, you know, increased pretty, pretty sizably. I mean, I think they were saying on Resident Evil 6 there was, like, 300, a team of 300 people making that game. Wow. Wow. And I imagine the people that made, you know, Resident Evil 4 was maybe, you know, less than half of that. So, and it still wasn't that good. Yeah. No, <laughs> Resident Evil 4 was good. Resident Evil 6 was No, not. that's what I'm saying. And, um, and with with more team, Resident Evil 6 still didn't do anything. Yeah, three n- numbers can't save games, but uh um what he was saying though is, you know, basically the games aren't going to get too much more too much more advancement in certain areas just because the teams would have to get a lot bigger. And he said, at the end of the day, you know, you got to sell copies. If you have to sell 20 million copies of a game to break even, you know, this, your yeah, team's too good. big. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. That's I'll be curious though, uh, with, because everything's going to be updated, if we're going to see more engines coming out, like the unreal, the unreal engine is, is great. And I, I'm sure somebody's going to expand on that. Um, I, I, I'm yeah. I'd be curious to see exactly what what more these engines can do now with with better hardware. Yeah, it'll oh, be yeah. interesting to see. Oh yeah, it's, I mean it's it's going to go next level. I, I think it's, it's going to start getting so smooth and um, and flawless, and you're not going to have you know games like Infamous and Batman and Spider Man. You know when you're going really fast in a city and you're kind of seeing this the buildings pop in and out and the textures pop in and out that's going to start working its way out. And it's almost going to be like, I mean, it's like what Hall's saying. It's going to start getting so seamless and, and, and nice 
we probably won't feel the big jump in graphics, but you're going to feel it everywhere else, I think. Yeah, I agree. I can't I'm wait. ready for that, man. I'm ready. Like, if they come out, if they come out with PlayStation 4 and Xbox, whatever it's going to be called, um, man, if any of them can break two, like, can get 299 or under, I'd probably pick it up pretty quick. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Too. I don't oh, think that's going to happen. But <laughs> I, I agree. I don't think it's going to happen either. But my, man, my rule of thumb has always been: when it comes to hardware, I always wait a year. Well, then and, they out. Yeah, yeah, definitely wait. Like Router saying, and if they do the same thing with the PS3 that they did with PS2, where they continue to make games for it, there's not going to be a huge rush to go out and buy. That's the four, true. You know? that's yeah, true. like I'm in. I'm in no rush because I've got. Hey, I got a stack of games to play anyway but yeah i mean there's still games coming out for the ps3 it's not like they're going to cut anything off yeah it's true especially since like you know i think the ps3 correct me if i'm wrong i think the ps3 is a year younger than the xbox 360 so i don't know it if is. that's which i thought was really interesting this last week the ps3 surpassed the xbox 360 in shipped numbers that's not sales numbers but ship numbers i thought that was really interesting and um, wasn't that worldwide too that wasn't just in the u.s yeah, the yeah, U.S. is yeah. is definitely like that. There's probably two Xboxes to every PlayStation, but then again, how many of those Xboxes are still working? Right, I know. Um, Freaking Red Ring of Death, man! Golly, I couldn't stand that thing. <laughs> um, but I thought that was really interesting, and I was like, shoot! If and I, I feel like I don't barely know anybody plays PlayStation, but um, yeah, this report came out saying it reached 77 million. I think. Xbox 360 has shipped 76 million, which is really interesting considering the year difference. But that year difference might speak into how much longer they make PS3 games over Xbox games. Very true. Well, I, I think the the Xbox or the PlayStation 3 received a bigger bump when it did its second release. You know, when they did the slim, when it got cheaper. Yeah, exactly. When they did the slim, man, that that bump was was arguably bigger than when Xbox released the s i mean i don't have the numbers on hand but it was definitely hyped up a lot more and kevin butler is is to prove for that that's why they went out and did that campaign with him yeah i mean they knew they were they were basically going into a brand new console launch because a lot of people had stayed away from the playstation 3 because of the price right i did for a while i know that yeah i mean i didn't get it till they released the slim so price yeah i think that might have been right for me too but i still got a fatty <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> router you got something for us bud yeah man uh if you guys haven't checked uh playstation network yet uh this week free download of darksiders for ps plus members oh that's oh, yeah, right I gotta go get that so i definitely want to get that considering thq is basically selling off all of its assets within the next couple <laughs> weeks poor guys so know, if anybody that. wants a pizza thq you know line up now the auction is is a coming <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so that's right. so we got that, and um, what else? Oh, I had I had something else. Uh, I mentioned this last week, but Dead Space Three demo. Um, some people ha already have it and uh, are playing it, and they, it, apparently they give you quite a quite a bit in the single player as well as multiplayer. Uh, but everybody, it will be available to everybody the demo on January twenty second. All right, I'm gonna definitely nice. gonna check that out. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for there that game go. actually. And. Uh, also, just on some, it's not PSN, but for some reason, whenever you talk about PSN, it makes me think of iOS just because of downloading stuff. But 
Um, and of course, I'll only be ex- I'm the only one's going to be excited about one of these. Uh, but Temple Run Two is coming out, I think Ooh. tomorrow or something like that. Oh, uh, seriously? Yeah, Temple Run Two. It's well, already available, I think, in New Zealand, which is really interesting because the other game, Final Fantasy All the Bravest, is coming out, and I think it's already out in New Zealand, which is really I didn't know what the connection was with New Zealand getting it a day early. I don't know if it was just because they're so far ahead of us in time. Or, <laughs> yeah. or I was going to say, give them, <laughs> they, they gave them a break because they're like, they're ahead of us. So they're like, yeah, yeah go ahead, New Zealand. It's all you. Tomorrow's here already. Um, so, but the cool thing about uh, Final Fantasy is there, it's, it's an old school look. It's back to the old school, like sprites standing on one side and just like hopping over and attacking but if anybody's played Final Fantasy, you know that usually you can play with like, you know, three people at a time, two people at a time on, on the newest one, uh, you know, four at a time on some of the older ones. This one, I saw, I watched the preview, and at one point, they had 32 sprites on your side that you could attack with. They have huge parties. I was like, oh my gosh. Yes, and thank you. And there's like 35 main characters from uh, all the Final Fantasy games, so it was it was cool to see Cloud as a little as a little sprite on there. Um, it was cool to see him, but it sucks to see that they're 99 cents each. Yeah, I know. I saw that too. I was like, <laughs> Ugh, probably won't be buying Cloud. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till you, Cloud's Cloud, on sale. Buying. That's <laughs> yeah. funny. Wait till clouds on sale. I have like a I'm a, against all in app purchases. I don't know why, but I just I don't like them. I'm kind of with you on that too. Except on you don't know Jack. That's that game. I really feel like doing that. Yeah, um, no, that was the only game that motivated me to do that. But yeah. I haven't done it. Yeah, me neither. Uh, <laughs> but Temple Run Two, that's exciting because I I used to love that game. Um, also, I wanted to talk about since I did this whole Sandy Hook thing yesterday. And obviously, it's been huge in the in the video game world about Obama and him calling together the CDC, the Center uh, for Disease Control, uh, to investigate a possible link between gun violence and video games. And uh-huh. uh, it really it, it didn't upset me at all because he doesn't know anything about video games, I'd imagine. And I think when you're the leader of a huge country, then you've got to do something when something crazy like this happens. And I think, I think he's grasping at straws a little bit, but I'm not mad at him, but I just didn't like how, like, <laughs> I ain't mad at you. Know, you. I am mad at you, Obama. But like, you know, he, the, everybody kind of pointed the finger at the NRA and then the NRA released a statement and pointed fingers at video games. And, uh, and I know that he's trying to, you know, do a lot with gun control and everything like that. And I, I don't even know where I stand yet on all that, but I just wanted to can I throw you guys out some numbers that's in my my poor defense of video games. Can I give you guys some numbers? So um, handgun deaths in 2012. I'm just read you some numbers real quick. Uh, Japan had 48. Great Britain had eight. Canada had 52. Sweden had 21. West Germany had 42. America had 10,728. <laughs> now, that is a ridiculous number. Now, let me put that against this. The five biggest video game markets. Uh, America, 
spent $13.6 billion on video games. Japan spent $7 billion. China, $6.8 billion. South Korea, $5 billion. United Kingdom, $3 billion. Now, I think if you take the numbers at face value, you're like, well, yeah, see, look, America bought almost double of everybody else. But then you got to look at the population. We have 311 million people in the United States where Japan only has 127 million. And for them to only have had 48 deaths by handguns and us have 10,728, I just think the problem is more than gun control. I think the problem is more than uh, violence in video games. Uh, I think it's a cultural issue. And I just think, you know, at the end of the day, I think it, sound, it, it might sound stupid or cliche to say it, but we just got to be kinder to each other. And we got to we got to start putting other people first. And I know we live in a, a pretty selfish country, but, man, we got to start loving each other better, man. We got to we got to we got to stop this hate that's going around and this craziness. You know what I'm saying? We can't let one thing try to get rid of the get rid of a whole something else that doesn't even really have anything to do with it. So I don't think the numbers stack up. When it comes to the whole Obama and the video games and the violence with the handguns, but I think it's really telling who he's using. And I thought this was really interesting when I was looking at it. I was like, the CDC, and it was you know the center of disease control. And I was like, why them? And then I was right. like, but then on the other hand, I'm like, because it's a disease. You know what I'm saying? The people that go out and do these things. It's exactly. not because of video games. It's not because of movies. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a sickness. That's not something that regular people do. You exactly. know what I mean? So that's that's my two cents. Yeah, let me let me add let me add to that because you you raised a very good point. I think it's hilarious that the NRA is coming out and talking about um, sites video games among others as the cause. Meanwhile, this week they released the NRA gun app. And it's a firing simulation on iOS, and <laughs> right. the the age limit was what four and up, and then everybody got into an uproar like, whoa, 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 four and up? Are you kidding me? So then they changed it <laughs> to twelve and up. So that's yeah, interesting. Exactly. Another interesting stat was forty uh, percent uh, of of gun purchases forty percent occur without a, a background check. That's, that's ridiculous. That, to me, that's, that's more. That's pretty bad. To me, that's more significant than uh, like those numbers that you threw out, Gabe. It is it's exactly right. But to me, that kind of hits a little bit more home in that we're we're offering guns to people that probably shouldn't have them. And the bottom line here is that you're absolutely right. We we need to be kinder to people. We need to love our people. But you know what? In this in the, the tragic case of what happened last month, we have to love our children. I mean, yes, look at sir. where this this look at where this poor kid came from. And, you know, being a new father, I mean, it's just it's one of those things where be there for your child. Take those extra hours to skip work and be with your child and love on your child and love your wife so that your child can see that and grow up in that. That is, to me, the most important thing. And, you know, guns is going to be a big issue. And that's going to that's going to throw in violent video games. It's going to throw in violent movies and and everybody's looking for a scapegoat, and and there is no universal solution to this, other right. than the human, other than the human heart and the human values that we have, and that's the kind of stuff that is going to prevent things like this from happening again. And it's just it's 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 just one of those things where I hate that we always when something like this happens, we like media and government just they they turn to something and they try and they're trying to grab. Just at least something. And yes, it may have an impact to some people and it won't to others. But, you know, it's not going to prevent me from video gaming still. 
And I just I don't like the fact that they immediately just start, boom, going after it when really it's it's not it's not a government thing. This is a human thing. Yeah, of course, of course. And I think as humans, we I think we as humans, we look for answers and that's what they're trying to come up with. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. And, exactly. And and not to get too much into a political discussion, but you know, it's like they're they're about that statistic that Tim said about forty percent go without background checks. That to me is a little crazy that That's they would even allow crazy. that. But That's I mean, almost half. Know, some people some people do need do need those kind of things. Like I think about my. Um, wife's grandfather who he you know they live out in the middle of nowhere if somebody were to break into their house you know they the cops aren't going to get there in time to be able to do anything for them sure so having some form of protection is necessary but i don't understand i don't understand how i mean i guess i do in some ways but the people that commit crimes you know so many of them get stolen handguns or are using it that they like they weren't able to get one and are getting it from somebody else like that to me is crazy oh yeah oh yeah i mean they're gonna kill they're gonna kill regardless but yep yeah but there's just a there's just a culture here that you know that needs to be dealt with and i think it's you know it's obviously more of a heart issue than it is way before it's a gun issue way before it's a video game issue way before it's a music issue Way before it's a movie issue, you know what well, I'm saying? Yeah, shoot, so, shootings, yeah, shootings were an issue before any of those things existed. Well, and we had the <laughs> so, same we had the right. same issue with Columbine when when Columbine happened. We're we're basically repeating ourselves. It's the exactly. same it's the same situation. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's absolutely tragic. And um, you know, Gabe, I'm just thrilled that you guys were able to go up and experience something like that because that is exactly what need what that community needs. They need something like that. They need hope. They need just people to lay hands on them and be like, you know what? It's going to be all right. And that's yeah. the kind of stuff that we need to rally around and focus on. Not the what, not the what ifs. And we're going to see all these studies now and just wait for it. It's all going to come flooding back exactly like it did with Columbine. And, and, you know, it's just one of those things, but it, it's like I said, it's not, it's not an issue of, of government and policy. It's an issue of the heart. Yeah. Yep. Government, government's never going to be able to stop evil and, you know what I'm saying? That's the that's the end of that. Anyway. That's not it's not their job. So Nope. It's exactly. Not. Exactly. Hey, all I know is I'm gonna keep game I'm gonna keep gaming. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. I don't I'm gonna care. keep gaming and not be crazy. That's yeah. right. Exactly. Um Timothy Hall, you got anything else for us? Man, I'm I'm dry. Tim Router, you got something? No, man, I'm good. Uh let me lay this on y'all. There was a big there's a big announcement being teased from Hiroshi Sakamoto. I know where this is going. Do you? I think so. <laughs> um, I have no idea where this is going. That's the VP of Sony. And they said they have a huge announcement coming, but they can't tell us till at least May. Is what he said. They have right. to wait till <laughs> May at least is what he said. And yep. so everybody's speculating that it's going to be at E3. Uh, which is June 11th through 13th, which we have got to go to. Yes, we do. Yes, we yes, need we to do. make a blood pack or pact that we're yes. <laughs> that we're going to that. Either one, either one, we must make and we must do. If we could make a blood pack, that would be awesome. But if we could make a blood pact, <laughs> that would even be more awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Um, so we need to get to E3. 
and yes. see what Sony's talking about. I, I can't imagine what it could be outside of a a console thing, which obviously it probably will be. Um, but if it's something more than that, then that would be incredible too. And I I welcome it. And I say, bring it on. I think and, the um, reason he's saying May is because that's after The Last of Us comes out. So hey-o. it's probably going to be PS4. Shout out, Last of Us. Yep. I'm telling you what, I'm going to do a commercial. I I'm think you have should. Like a bunch of cheesy <laughs> music going. I'm be like, yeah, yeah, The Last of Us. And I had a little commercial <laughs> because we are, uh, we are a walking commercial for that game. Yes, um, we are. Also, too, real quick before we get out of here, uh, Microsoft Play is a new thing that Microsoft is doing, and it will allow people on Windows 8 to download XBLA games. And I thought that was really cool, really interesting. The problem is all the games that they've released so far suck. And so, <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, it was, like, it, was, it was like Solitaire and stuff like, that they've released so far. It's like stuff that's already on Windows. And so, uh, but you'll be able to bring your gamer tag over, your, uh, your stats. Um, there's achievements that'll be on there. And so, uh, you know, the games aren't great yet, but they're just getting started, just getting rolling. So give them the benefit of the doubt. And I think that would be a really cool uh, cross thing for them. And I think that's really smart. I just hate that it sounds so much like Google Play, which just, you know, started up in the last year. So Microsoft Play, do you think, Jack? Anyway, that is another one down for us. So we appreciate you guys listening, man. I'm glad I got to phone in from Philly. It's been awesome out here hitting these streets. We're going to keep going hard. Uh, you guys know where to find us. Twitter, MTTGCast, Facebook.com slash Married to the Games. You can drop us a note at mailbag at Married to the Games.com. Thank you, all you guys that have been following us. We're following you. Follow us, follow you. Like us on Facebook, rate us on iTunes, check us out on Stitcher. We're going to be here, baby. We're going to be here again next week, whether you love it or you hate it. I'm Gabe Patillo. For Timothy Hall, for Tim Router. We married to the game and we up out this thing. Peace!